Hello and welcome back everybody to the Magda Live Talks. I'm your host, Steve Kleis. As usual, I want to inform everyone that the opinions given in this show are solely my own and do in no way reflect the opinion of Sitware BVBA or any other project I work on. In my previous podcast, I talked about the importance of psychological uh, guidance um, during rehab. And I also talked about a website that I started, a blog platform uh, called rolmodel.be with a lot of stories about life with a disability. Now, today I'm going to talk a little bit more about how I ended up um, after rehab and um, all the adventures that I started when I finished my rehabilitation program. As I was approaching the maximum amount of time I was able to stay in the rehab center, I noticed that um, I, uh, I could do a lot of stuff that I couldn't do when I came to the rehab center. Uh, you know, I, uh, I wasn't able to feed myself, wash myself, clothe myself. Um, so yeah, that, um, that, that was a big change because by the end of my rehabilitation process, I was able to partially dress myself, to brush my own teeth, to, uh, you know, feed myself. Um, and so that process of learning uh, everything again kind of gave me a boost, boosted my, confiden- my confidence and um, it made me feel ready to explore more of the world. So uh, I was thrilled to be leaving the rehab center behind, even though there are some amazing people there. So the day finally came that I was allowed to go home and um, yeah, everybody wished me luck. I, uh, I was happy to be going home, although I was leaving some friends behind, some of which were struggling. Um, but yeah, you're so excited, you're gonna get home. And uh, the first thing that um, happened was my family was actually waiting outside while I arrived with the transport. And uh, they were holding this sign, Welcome Home, Steve. And it was a, a really emotional moment that just showed how much we as a family had gone through. And yeah, the, the milestone that it was uh, for everybody that I was going to be able to live back at home. After celebrating that I got back, back home, um, I realized that I wasn't going to be sleeping in my old bed anymore because that was on the third floor. And so I had to sleep next to the living room in an improvised bedroom. Um, My parents did everything they could to get the house ready and adapted in time, uh, which took a lot of effort and money from their part. And so I'm eternally grateful to them that they, they, uh, they made those sacrifices.
Once I uh, had moved back into my parents' house, um, I realized that even though I thought my rehab period was over when I exited the rehab center, um, I realized that no, this fight was not over and there were a lot of things that I had to learn again. Um, you know, the environment you're in when you're in rehab is that the whole place is adapted. It's, it's designed to protect you from yourself from every possible difficult thing uh, that you can encounter uh, but yeah you know the 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 world the normal world outside just isn't that adapted and so that took a lot of um, a lot of uh, patience again um, and a lot of learning to kind of feel at ease in the world again after that adjustment period um, yeah, I started doing things again, you know, my family wanted to take me outside and do stuff. I live in a city, so they wanted to go shopping. And my friends started to ask me out again, take me what well, they wanted to take me on trips or just go, you know, to a party or to a bar. Um, and that is actually when I kind of realized that for the past 15 months, I had been wearing sweatpants, joggings, you know, they are soft, easy to put on, uh, easy to get out of you know, um, sporty, because you had a lot of physical therapy, um, yeah, but of course, nobody wears those things in real life outdoors, or at least not a lot of people do, and you don't want to do that all the time anyway, so, uh, and that realization uh, was actually the beginning of a very long story. So after I realized that I needed some new clothing that was adapted to my situation, um, I started browsing the internet uh, in search of adapted clothing for wheelchair users. Um, and I, uh, I was really disappointed. Um, there wasn't a lot of choice. Most of the, these um, adapted trousers were either for really old people, so not really fashionable, or they had some really, really dangerous things going on. For example, uh, having back pockets. Yeah, if you're sitting on your ass all day, then having back pockets really hurts. So that's not a good idea. And I kind of noticed that this pattern kept repeating itself of, you know, either the clothing was for really old people, um, or the clothing was actually just dangerous and they didn't have all the specific uh, adaptations that I needed for my pair of trousers. Um, and you have to understand that um, these trousers are super important. They're the most important piece of clothing uh, somebody in a wheelchair um, wears. I mean, they're sitting on it, on it all day. If you get pressure sores, that can get real nasty. Um, try Google pressure source. I mean, these things are not just, I mean, you can't mess with that. You need to protect yourself against those. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just super disappointed because I, I couldn't find any trousers that were, you know, uh, adapted to 
prevent pressure sores adapted to help people with um, uh, diminished uh, fine motor skills to uh, be able to open and close the, the trousers or even to just put them on um, as most of the people in a wheelchair uh, know that that's a pretty or a fairly difficult thing to do and none of this clothing had those um, adaptations to make that possible. While I was searching for adapted trousers on the internet, one thing really stood out to me, and that was the fact that almost all of the uh, adapted clothing that I could find was made, was uh, developed and produced by um, um, therapists. So they weren't made by the people who wear them, they are made by the people who supposedly know what these struggles are uh, and help them with those struggles. And so it, it was kind of ironic to see that these people were making huge mistakes um, that sometimes were even dangerous or are dangerous um, in making those products. So yeah, after a while I kind of decided that I was not gonna buy anything online and luckily my, uh, my mom kind of picked up on my frustration that I, I wasn't able to find any good clothing that um, yeah she started to suggest that I might it might be um, a fun project to kind of design my own trousers and just to have good trousers for myself uh, and I got that same message from a couple of people um, which obviously led to me searching for uh, a designer to be to design my, my own, very own, uh, adapted wheelchair trousers. We've come to the end of this podcast. If you'd like to know what happens next, please subscribe or add my podcast to your favorites. This was a Macht Alive Talk with your hosts, David Kleis. See you next time. Hey guys, let me know if you like this, uh, this podcast. Make sure to subscribe or leave me a review. I appreciate every star you give me. So thanks again and uh, hopefully... I'll see you soon.